Hello and welcome to Sports Tuesday with your host, Sasslin Timonson. Well, I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. And boy, it was a very eventful weekend. And not only in the NFL world, but also in the college world. I don't know about you, but a lot of things happen. You know, and it's just absolutely flabbergasting of like all the fights that transpired, especially against Michigan and the rivalries. And then, of course, uh, the Bengals are owned by the Cleveland Browns because they are 0-6 against the Cleveland Browns since Joe Burrow has become the quarterback. I think the Cleveland Browns own Joe Burrow. So let's with us. Let's dive right on in for an action-packed Sports Tuesday. Let's start off with the NFL. Hopefully it was a very action-packed NFL weekend. Here's one thing that surprised me was the loss between um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well as uh, I think it was, uh, I'm getting to it right away, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus, um, they should have won this easily. Oh, Baltimore Ravens. You know, how can you lose against one of the worst teams? Like the Baltimore Ravens were on a, on a two-game, I think, winning streak. And it was an opportunity. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had an opportunity to win. And they should have won. Uh, it was interesting because we look at their stats. Um, you know, we look at the... <clears throat> um, we look at their stats and Tom Brady somehow still had maintained 325 yards. Okay. That is that is still good, and uh, you know, for anyone that says that Tom Brady has fallen off the cliff, I think that's absolutely completely wrong. I think what's going on a lot is that he is being distracted uh, with the divorce that's still going on. But Lamar Jackson, okay, he had two hundred thirty-eight yards, two touchdowns, while Tom Brady had twenty-four or had 325 yards with only one touchdown. And it was a completion rate out of 26 out of 24. Well, to me, that's to me that's a very good completion rate. But then here's the here's a problem that I don't understand, okay? You look at the special teams. I mean, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, that first kickoff, I think it was like the, you know, when the receiving team, the guy ran into uh, the catcher and it fumbled and that's what gave uh, the Baltimore Ravens three points in the beginning. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things going on with Baltimore Ravens. There's a whole bunch of things that Baltimore Ravens and Baltimore Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a lot of things to work on. But at least the Baltimore Ravens, what happens is that what surprised me about that game is that the Baltimore Ravens didn't give up. Um, their defense didn't give up in the second half. Normally, it's the opposite uh, opposite around. Is that the reason why they've been losing so many games and that the reason why I think they've struggled in the beginning is that they would get a strong lead in the first half and then would just fall off the cliff 
after they come out in the tunnel in the third and fourth quarter. While the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I mean, I have, I mean, I have, there's no exception. I mean, they just stink. I mean, their their wide receivers can't catch. Um, their um, their defense can't stop the run game uh, or their passing game. And that same thing with the Green Bay Packers. I mean, let alone the Green Bay Packers defense, which we're going to dive into there. They're struggling as well. And it's interesting because, you know, even with Tampa, even if uh, Tom Brady was going through something, you know, you can't blame Tom Brady 100%. You have to put some of the blame on Todd Bowles, you know, on his failure of leadership. And that's why I think it's important that if Tom Brady wants to win another Super Bowl, I hate to say it, you got to trade Mac Jones with Tom Brady. Get Tom Brady back up to Foxborough. Get Tom Brady back with Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick had a discipline on his team. And it's interesting because, you know, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers spent so much money to surround him with, you know, rookie uh, linemen, rookie uh, wide receivers, and even on uh, some of the wide receivers. If Tom Brady even wants to have some of, somewhat of an, a good season, you got to get Gronk out of retirement. You know, because there's a connection that Gronk and uh, Tom Brady have. You know, there's a connection. You know, y- y- yes, there's um, there's connection between uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Leonard Fournette. But those are the three wide receivers. But then you also, like Julio Jones, I don't think they're, Tom Brady has a very good connection with Julio Jones, like a good relationship. And uh, even Kyle Rudolph. I mean, that's, I don't think any of those. Um, and then it's interesting. We continue looking down on the stats. I mean, they're, <clears throat> I mean, they're r- r- rushing. I mean, only how many yards? They've, uh, with the rushing and stuff, that doesn't even compare to the rushing. Okay. You look at the rushing game, Baltimore Ravens just walked all over Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a rushing game. 234 yards rushing and only 44 yards. That is pretty pathetic. Not going to lie. That's very pathetic. How can you only have 44 yards of rushing against a team that literally you would think if your passing team, if your passing game, if your team isn't passing as quite as bit as much as you wanted it, then why are you still passing the game? Why are you still passing the football? Especially when you only have three points in the first half. I mean, why don't you cry me a river? And that same thing with the Green Bay Packers. You know, Aaron Rodgers, he's... And we're going to actually jump into there. The ugly loss against the Buffalo Bills and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, to me, what is going on with the Green Bay Packers? I mean, there's got to be... Are they out to lunch? Are they out to do whatever? I mean, you can't be winning that kind of... You can't be winning those kind of games, short passes... Um, you know, the only thing that is keeping the Packers alive, I guess, is Aaron, Aaron Jones. You know, he at least can run the ball. And I think the teams have found out 
that the big connection and that the only team, the only reason why the Packers were good for the past two years was because of Devontae Adams. That's why. Um, and they need Devontae Adams back. They need Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers together. They need them. Because they two, those two had a connection. And we see that there's a big disconnection going on between Derek Carr and uh, and Devontae Adams. Only three yards against, I think it was the Texans. Only three yards against the Saints, sorry. That's pretty pathetic, actually. Um, I never expected the Saints to shut out a team. And I really thought that going into the season, Las Vegas Raiders were going to be in hot contention. When you have a two and five record, that's pretty pathetic. Yeah, pretty pretty bad. Um, we and you know we look at standings. You know the overall overall conference, and this is this this is going to play a big big difference. It's going to be playing a big contention. So the top five teams for the AFC conference is the Buffalo Bills with a six one record. The Tennessee Titans have surprisingly found out what kind of a team they are. They've got it built chemistry. They know who they are with the 5-2. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs are also 5-2. Baltimore Ravens, they are 5-3. And last but not least, you also have um, the New York Jets, which I'm just absolutely blown away by. They're also by 5-3. and three. So both Baltimore Ravens and the the Jets and we'll say the Dolphins for the top six teams are all five three. Now those I would have to say that this I would have to put the Kansas City Chiefs at number uh, number two instead of the Titans because you have Patrick Mahomes and he is blown out of this water. He's very strong, and they also found a very good connection with the teams. Now, with the Buffalo Bills, I mean, they're, they're a solid team, and I think that the Buffalo Bills is avenging the Kansas City Chiefs. And a matter of fact, I think I can come to a very good conclusion that's going to be another rematch part two of uh, the for the divisional uh, game would be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills. I think those two are going to be going after each other again. It's going to be a vengeance because Josh Allen has something against Patrick Mahomes in the postseason. And yes, I also think that the Buffalo Bills could potentially win the champ the AFC Championship. They could potentially pull it off. The Bengals, the Bengals had their time. It's not going to be this year. They're going to probably make it to the playoff picture. So will I, do I see it happening? No, I don't see the Bengals going very far. They've been struggling uh, offensively and defensively. But now let's switch to the NFC. Okay. The top five for the NFC teams would be your uh, Philadelphia Eagles with a 7-0 perfect record. Uh, your Minnesota Vikings with a 6-1 record. The Seattle Seahawks, which I was very surprised by, uh, with a 5-3 record. The Atlanta Falcons with a 4-4. And last but not least, uh, your Dallas Cowboys with a 6-2 uh, 
uh, tied with uh, the New York Giants. Once again, the New York Giants are surprising. And it's interesting because you look at the NFC East, that is a hot, hot conference, the NFC East. But here's where I kind of picked this apart. I would put the Dallas Cowboys over the Seattle Seahawks. And I would also put the New York Giants over the Atlanta Falcons. So pretty much I'd bump Seattle and Atlanta, um, switch it over to between Dallas and the New York Giants. Here's why I'd knock off the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons struggle offensively. And they've also struggled uh, some. They can't stop uh, the passing game. That's why I throw them off. The Seattle Seahawks, I think they're still a young team. Um, they, they're they very inconsistent in their, their run game. They're very inconsistent. And you don't know, you don't know what they're going to do uh, per per game. So it's a very surprise. Uh, I feel bad for the gamblers. I gamble thinking that Seattle's going to win. But it shows you a testament stating that the problem was uh, Russell Wilson after all. That's a real problem was Russell Wilson. So with your NFC Championship, you know, the two teams that are going to be in the NFC Championship, I would have to say it would be, it could honestly be um, your Philadelphia Eagles and your Cowboys. No, not your Cowboys. Sorry. Your Philadelphia Eagles. And it could be potentially, um, if everything works out, if they all have um, their ducks in the line, Minnesota Vikings. And yes, the Minnesota Vikings have done major construction. And they've had some major tradings going on, especially to end uh, this week's trading window. I think those two have a good chance. And I could see um, 49ers putting up a fight, but they're not like what they used to be. And then winning the NFC Championship, could put, this is all a projection. This is not uh, mine forever. Uh, this could be different from week in, week, week out. But I could see that the Minnesota Vikings up seeding uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. So the Philadelphia Eagles lose in the NFC Championship, and it could be your Minnesota Vikings versus the Buffalo Bills as Super Bowl contenders. And a lot of you are probably going to ask um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to sniff uh, the wild card. I don't think they've, they're going to do that at all. Because when you lose against a worst team, a 30-second team, when you lose against a 30-second team, that is pretty bad. And you lose, and they're just struggling all around. Now, we have the Los Angeles Rams against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The way that the, uh, the, the, the way that Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going at, I'm actually going to give the Los Angeles Rams a win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, the, way, <laughs> the rate that the Green Bay Packers are going at, uh, I'm going to give the Detroit Lions a upper hand um, against the Green Bay Packers. Yes, I know. I'm going to get some heat. Um, and so that's interesting with the NFL aspect. But now let's go over to the college football fiasco. What are your thoughts on it? Do you think that 
the four players that were from Michigan State, do you think that they should have been suspended even longer? And do you think that there should have been legal action? I personally think that there should have been legal action because you can't just do a four-game suspension. And yes, it was a rivalry. And yes, I know that rivalries can get out of hand. But there is no exception of beating up uh, another player with a deadly weapon. And actually, you can charge the Michigan State with um, those football players with an um, assault with a deadly weapon. Because when you're off the field, you, you, you take off your helmet and you use it against somebody. A helmet can kill somebody, actually. And a helmet can dis, uh, really damage somebody. Especially if they don't have another helmet on, if they don't have protection. And so let's figure out um let's figure out what really happened or what transpired. Okay. So it's interesting because the Michigan State Joe Hallbar of the Michigan football team um you know expects criminal charges at Michigan State University's tunnel incident because an apology is not enough. I would, I'm right with Michigan. I'm right with the Michigan, uh, with Ann Arbor. Because apologies don't work anymore. You know, you just can't apologize. Say, oh, whoops, it was an accident. It doesn't work that way. You, We live in a world where no one's about the law. And, and yes, if you beat up another person, you have to be held accountable. And... I, I mean, it's good. On, it's all good on rivalries, you know. It's, they could have taken down the field goal posts. They could have done, you know, what uh, Tennessee has done, which I think is a little bit cheap and kind of a cheap shot for uh, Tennessee to do a GoFundMe page to pay their fine of $250,000. I think they're a school that has billions of dollars. I think that was kind of a cheap shot uh, to pay for the field goal and to ask donations, especially if we live in a society that, in a country that's already got high inflation. I think that's already that's that's already a cheap shot. Um another so we also look at this though. You know, since we're in football, college football, um another contest contested game that I think I'm very looking forward to watching. Okay. Would be your uh Tennessee versus Georgia. That is going to be a very, that's a number one, two seed and a number, number one and number two seed playing against each other. That is going to be a very exciting game on Saturday. And I'm actually looking forward to it because I'm going to give the Tennessee a win against Georgia Bulldogs. Yes, I'm going to give Tennessee a win. And do I expect Tennessee to go uh, all over, do a field, uh, raid the field. Yes, but I don't expect them to knock down uh, Georgia Bulldogs' uh, field goal post. But I don't know what could happen. And it's interesting because did you know that the cheapest ticket and for the Georgia Bulldogs uh, game is eight hundred and thirty-two dollars. And yes, that is in the, that is the cheapest, and they're in the nosebleed seats, and the highest is going at four thousand dollars. So as we continue on for the games, for this week's uh, this week's games, 
There, Ohio State is playing against the Northwestern. I'm going to give Ohio State a win over that. Um, Kansas, and I really thought Kansas was good. Um, and I guess, you know, they're still good. Well, I thought they're good. But they're, I mean, once you lose that first game, it's heartbreaking. You know, because they they were 5-0 and and they're about to be 6-0, and but then they They've lost their past three games, and it's it's sad. Um, am I? I'm also going to give um, Oklahoma State a win against Kansas City or Kansas State. Um, we also look at the UNC versus Virginia. I'm going to give UNC a clear win uh, against uh, Virginia Cavaliers. So they're going to be eight and one, and they could potentially be in a contested uh, spot. And so the standings for the big the the standings and the rankings, um, it goes from the your top five. They're all undefeated. Um, they're <clears throat> it's going to be Georgia is eight and zero, uh, Ohio State is eight and zero, Tennessee is eight and zero, Michigan is eight and zero. And Clemson is also eight and zero. It's a top uh, tie for a top. Five. It's all tied for the top five. Is eight and zero. I'm going to give Georgia a loss, so I'm going to give Ohio State a bump up, and Tennessee is going to be uh, number. Tennessee will be number two, while Ohio State could be number one. When it comes to your college championship teams, your top four teams, I could potentially see playing. It'd be your Alabama, uh, who will be the top four teams in the championship, will be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Michigan. But during the for the playoffs, that could be the, the championship, uh, like I think it's the Rose Bowl and the Orange Bowl that lead into the championship. But then it's going to be Ohio State versus Ohio State for Alabama State versus Ohio State. It's going to be the ultimate college championship at SoFi Stadium. With Ohio State giving their first college championship, winning against Alabama, but it's going to be by a close margin. Yes, these are projected to change. Do I think um, Ohio's Alabama is going to vengeance after Georgia? Absolutely, I do. And that was a big upset that Alabama had. Um, in the contention, uh, I don't know what's going on with Wisconsin, to tell you the truth. Um, Wisconsin just, I mean, there's, I mean, they just stink. I mean, you look at Wisconsin, they are 2-3 and three in the conference, but overall, they are 4-4. Four, four. I mean, you can't, I mean, it's, they're 4-4, four, four. they just stink. I mean, you look at their conference, you look at their games, okay? And I'm from Wisconsin, by the way. Um, Wisconsin, is, they lost, what well, Wisconsin won against Purdue, which was, they should have won. Um, and the Ohio, they should have won against Ohio State because a couple of years, they won against Ohio State. Um, and then you also have, by close game, which was with Washington State, they lost by three. And Michigan State... That should have been an easy win in overtime against Wisconsin, but or Wisconsin should have won against them in, in overtime, but they lost. Um, and this week's game 
in week in November 5th on Saturday at 11 a.m. They're playing at Maryland. It's playing at Wisconsin. Okay, Maryland uh, Temperance. They are 6-2 versus a 4-4. I hate to say it, but I would like to see Wisconsin win. Will they win? Probably not. So I'm going to give Maryland a win with a 4-5 record, or with leading Wisconsin with a 4-5 record. And now last but not least, we also have the big World Series happening now. And it is going on with um, the Philadelphia Phillies and uh, Houston Astros. And the series is all tied with, um, with I think, tonight being one of the biggest. Uh, yeah, tonight with being Houston being at the Phillies this time around. And I think that's where it's going to be through game five. Uh, through game five. So game three is Houston versus Astros. Game five, game four, they're still at Philly, and um, game game five, uh, they're still also at Phillies. And then they'll switch over if game six is needed. Uh, they'll switch over to Houston, and that's where they'll end it at. They're tied, tied with one on one. I think this is a team. Uh, that's going to, this World Series is going to need all seven games. And I'm going to give, I know you're probably not going to like it, <clears throat> but I'm going to give the Phillies upsetting Houston Astros in Houston. Yes. That is my con- big conclusion. With this in mind, this concludes to our Sports Tuesday. And I'd like to apologize if it seemed a little bit rambly, but... The picks are now final. They are subject to change. And I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Sports Tuesday with your host, Sasson Teamson. And you guys have a blessed day. And remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye.